This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And tonight, it is Ian with you. And, and Julia. And Luther. Uh, Luther joining us here for the first time tonight. I don't know how much you want to tell our audience about yourself, Luther. I don't want to tell anything about okay, myself. I'm a good. man of mystery. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Fair enough. Uh, it's Christmas Day edition. Of course, you're not that mysterious to the people that are watching the webcam right now at cam.freetalklive.com. Uh, but we're here, Christmas Day edition of the show, and you, as always, are invited to take control of the airwaves. Big thanks to, uh, I think it's Matt over at GCN, who came in special tonight just to run our show over on the network side. And I forgot to give thanks to, uh, to Donovan last night, who came over, uh, again, special. We had to We have to bribe them to come out on uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, but... To me, it's worth it because it keeps the live programming coming to you, the listener, because I know that people are still out there, even on a day like this, still driving around, still uh, enjoying them themselves and uh, listening to the radio. So here we are. Uh, 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And, of course, we will take your calls about whatever you want. In, in fact, uh, coming up here, maybe we'll just open with one. I've, I've been trying to catch up on the soapbox the Free Talk Live soapbox, which allows listeners to call in at times other than when we're on the air and leave up to a three-minute-long message. The shorter the message, the more likely it is to get on, just because shorter might be a little better, a little more entertaining. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, if it's worth putting on the air, we'll put it on. And so I've been slacking and been trying to catch up over the past couple of days. The soapbox number is 603-7220-AMP, 603 0267, and it's right there on the front page of freetalklive.com, so anytime you need to get it, uh, you can just go to freetalklive.com and uh, and dial it up. Leave a message, you can rant, you can ask a question, and uh, so let's start with, oh, you know, I actually had a couple women-related ones uh, that I thought would be best saved for a night where Julia was on the show, but honestly, I didn't prepare them, so I will get those prepared during the show. Meantime, Julia, we actually had a question come up that I thought would be a good one to throw out to you, uh, be, well, because you're the only lady on the show. Um, and it was kind of this old question of the, the liberty movement in general and why it is that women just aren't involved. And I figured that it just it was fine for Wayne and I to sit and try to answer it, but uh, it makes more sense to have a lady chime in on that particular uh, issue. So. Um. What do you think the reason is? I honestly, I have no idea. I know stereotypically that women just aren't usually as interested in politics. Most women aren't as interested in politics as men. As, is that as true? Far as, I believe the numbers that, support that. That's been that. my experience as well. They just seem to be apathetic right. towards it. I just think more women are apathetic, and I really hate to say this, but just judging by most women I know... Women are a lot more concerned with looking pretty and watching TV shows than anything mm. intelligent. I, I mean, I, I'm not saying there aren't intelligent women out there, and, and the ones that are intelligent tend to be involved in this. Nor that in, politics in is this, particularly intelligent. No, but it just it just tends to be my experience that girls like very stereotypical activities like putting on makeup okay. and getting dressed up and... Well, let me run by you what we were speculating on and see what you think of this as well. Uh, number one, the suggestion has been in the past that women are more attuned to 
uh, the idea of because of their perhaps their their nature of having babies wanting to be protected or wanting to feel safe. And so, therefore, that those who are interested in such uh, things as issues and that kind of thing would be more uh, more inclined to support the state because it you know it's kind of a big nanny. Is that do you think there's a factor there? It's certainly possible. Sure. I mean, I, it's hard for me to say because I don't come from that mommy. I don't have no. that feeling at all. I don't like children. I don't have any sort of motherly instinct in that that way at all. Um, but I can tell you that. I know girls that when they have babies, for some reason, they all of a sudden think that they're the smartest people in the whole world and they know everything. So You'll understand when you have children, Julie. <laughs> I hate when people <laughs> say that. Well, maybe that's kind of what got it started. Then the other part I speculated on was that, well, okay, so you've got various different reasons why women may not have been involved in the first place. And so the movement, the liberty movement in general, tends to heavily lean towards being male-dominated. And so perhaps it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy also to some extent in that if a woman comes up to some sort of liberty-oriented meeting of, or gathering of some sort, sees that there are no other women there, that they may not want to come back as a result of that. Do you um, think it could be self-fulfilling? And I would say that's probably true for some women. For me, it's a bonus. I hate women. You don't so like women. So when right. I see a place that doesn't have a lot of women, I am uh, happy. Well, I figured that that would be your response to that one, but uh, but some women do well, like women and I mean, not having other women. I think women that around. a lot of women are. I mean, not like when you're a little girl, you're just sort of raised to do these things that are girly. I can remember being told by might have been my cousin when I was like four years old that I should only like the color pink because pink is a girl color. And and when you get Christmas presents as a as a young girl, you get makeup, you get dresses, you get dress up things. That's how and, it's and supposed I think to that be. You're just sort of a lot of girls are really shaped to be, you know, like this is what you should care about. This is what women care about. Should be in the kitchen and that sort of thing. Right. And, 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 and which is funny because I actually sp- like being which, in the I, kitchen. Speaking of which, I think there's something on the stove that you should go take a look at. <laughs> So, okay. All right. So 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 then our speculation was somewhat accurate uh and I think you added to that a little bit. Now, we haven't actually heard from any other ladies out there and would love I'm to sure have I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of crap for that. <laughs> well, for what? Cuz I'm a female chauvinist. Meaning I mean a male wait, no, a you're female. You're a female chauvinist. misogynist, you That's mean? what I meant. Okay. A female who doesn't like women. Yeah. Which all women Can you actually... be a misogynist and be a woman? Yes. I I guess I so. I think so. Okay. I would call myself a misogynist, which I'm kind of kidding in this. I actually hate a lot of guys too. I'm just like a, I'm just. You a, just hate everyone. All your hater. fans. <laughs> no, I just it it just is bothersome to me. Like I can get along with some of the girls I work with, but I in my experience, getting close to females from as a female is just not a good idea. It always results in in badness, and girls just are a lot more competitive when it comes to fighting over men, and they are a lot more. Uh, guys Patty? are pretty competitive. I mean, yeah. guys typically well, will fight. I mean, different. physically fight. G- girls will be a little more passive aggressive about it. Um, and a lot, like a lot of times, I, was, I used to see this with my ex. You know, she would talks about how much she just hated this one particular girl. You know, all the time. And then as soon as they were together, oh hi honey, uh-huh. how you doing? Oh, how's everything? Yeah. You know, girls real are, buddy buddy. In my experience, most girls just tend to be really fake. Whereas that. the guys are just they're at odds from the beginning, and they don't have any kind of. Uh, sheen over top of that is what you're saying right it's just obvious i i mean girls yeah they're they're very fake in that way and and i just i see do you think other girls like girls well in my or is it all faking 
other girls say they don't like girls. Like, it's a really popular girl thing. They say they thing. don't like girls? Yeah, it's a very popular girl thing to say, I hate girls. Like, which okay. is, But I really hate girls, and most girls that say that have a ton of friends that are girls. But are they actually friends with those girls, or are they just waiting for an opportunity to stab them in the back? I mean, are, are you cynical about that? <laughs> yeah. <No>, both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they love each yeah, other. Yeah, I, I notice that a lot, a lot too. Like uh, a girl will meet a girl for the first time and they'll just have a feeling about it. You know, oh, I just don't like her. I don't know what it is. Women's, Women's intuition. intuition. Yep, <laughs> exactly. Toll free number here is 800. I get that all the time. You and get, I'm usually right. I get the intuition. Yeah. yeah. Toll free number is 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line talking about uh, women at this point here. And, uh, ladies, ladies, re- ladies. Relationships. Uh, you're welcome to chime in. It is the Christmas Day edition of the program. And I want to get to, there's a, actually, I think what is a fairly misogynistic call that we got on the uh, the soapbox line. So I, I do want to get to that here, but would rather take your calls live at 800-259-9231. Plus, we've got all kinds of uh, other stuff to talk about. Earlier this week, there was an issue in the news about the uh, some atheist who was very upset uh, military veteran atheist, very upset about a uh, a star, I think, appearing at the top of a Christmas tree, a government Christmas tree, and uh, an angel. And so he raised a stink about it, and they pulled it down. And Josh and I were talking about it last night, and it was hard for both of us to get really riled up. But at the same time, I also understood where the guy was coming from in that uh, you don't... You know, if you've got this government that claims to to have a separation of church and state, maybe they should actually make it look like there's a separation of church and state. And I said that on the the other way to deal with this issue of having people being offended by one religion's uh, icons being promoted over another is to allow all the different religions to have their own little display on the government property. And so we've actually got an issue that has sprung up out of that particular approach. We'll, uh, we'll take a look at the, the details on that as well and take your calls about anything. Christmas Day edition of Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL is in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. This is Free Talk Live, the Christmas Day edition of the program. We're here taking your calls live. If you make them, you can dial in, talk about anything at 800-259-9231. It's 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Luther. And Julia. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. And those features include updates. You can get signed up, and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just head over to updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list for free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. Now, today, businesses, banks, healthcare providers, landlords, uh, utilities, and educational institutions are plagued by a burgeoning rate of consumers who failed to pay their bills. And you may believe this debt only affects those industries and businesses. However, when people don't pay their bills, all consumers pay the penalties which are manifest through increased prices everywhere. So if you have or know any businesses that require assistance with collections, tell them to call SACL CAI for a no-obligation, no-cost proposal. SACL CAI repositions companies to zero in on principal operations and regain their financial foundation. See their banner 
at freetalklive.com. That's SACL, C-A-I. All right, so we continue here. Uh, We started the show out talking about women. I'd mentioned that I had a soapbox call that was fairly misogynistic, and he really... in his call, he doesn't really make points that are too different from what we were just saying, but he just sounds more misogynistic. Well, maybe not as much as you, Julia. I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, but I'm mostly kidding. Oh, you're kidding? Mostly. Uh, what percent would you say? Um, Like 80% kidding. Like, so I'm really not... I, I don't you're kidding hate, when you say you hate women? Yeah, kind of. It's, 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 <laughs> it's complicated. complicated. All right. Let's uh, let's just play this call and see uh, see what your reaction is to this. And, you, of course, you guys are welcome to call in and bring up anything, comment on this, or anything goes at 800-259-9231. This is from the Soapbox. This is Brainwash, and I have uh, had an epiphany just a minute ago. And I, I thought, you know, I don't, want, I don't want to sound like an asshole by saying this, but I think one of the problems that uh, the system has created is – Women, and I think it's derived. I don't by think the system their... created women, but okay. <laughs> I don't know if he's being too clear uh, in what he's saying there, but let's continue. Derived by their being protected and how they, you know, they, you know, if you look at any species on the planet, the the, the female is is very protective of its of its you know its uh, spawn or whatever you call it, babies. Babies, kin. and therefore, you know, you have these, you know, soccer moms out there, and these these. Don't be too blazed before you call in the soapbox, or Julia will laugh at you. <laughs> these chicks out there who who are abiding by the because they're they're looking for something to save them. They're looking for authority to to stand in and to protect them, and 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 when they don't have that in a man, they look for that somewhere else. And I think it has to do with with a lot of our problems. Do you think if that's true? That, do you think it's true that, uh, that women are looking for uh, protection if they can't find it in a man? They look for it somewhere else, like as far as the government? Um, I guess it may be maybe some women. I don't do you feel like it's a conscious choice for them? That they're, they're looking uh, consciously for that or that it's just some sort of subconscious uh, yeah, instinctual drive? It's it's really hard for me to say actually because if I am subconsciously looking for men to protect me, I have not chosen a good selection of men for that. I mean, like as far as physical features are concerned, yeah. Like myself, I'm not attracted to like big buff men, and and a lot of right. women, I think that that's why they are. They sort of feel like safer around these big men, and and all all three of the like my last three boyfriends have all been very small, um. So. If it's a subconscious choice for me, I'm not doing a very good job. Right. But for other women... Maybe. Okay. want to hear from you, ladies, if you're out there at 800-259-9231. Maybe, uh, certainly, because most people didn't start with the Liberty Viewpoint. They kind of were indoctrinated in whatever their parents' viewpoint was and and went from there. So I wonder what the, the path was like. How is it different getting on the path of Liberty as a woman than it is uh, as a man, if it is different at all? And, uh, and Julia, I don't know if asking you these is really even Yeah, I was just going to say that I'm not sure that my opinion really, like, I can't really speak for other women. I can speak for myself, um, but I have I happen to have some like, not stereotypical, like, women thoughts. Like, children, I don't, not I mean, so I, I don't like children, so I don't want children, so I don't have any sort of motherly, like, let's protect people yeah. thing. And I Maybe that's have, why you're here now with this particular perspective. Maybe that's why you, maybe. at age 25 now, are a liberty-minded person. 
Perhaps. Uh, let's continue with brainwash call. He's got a little more to say. With a lot of our problems, and I don't mean to think that we need to like start dragging chicks by their hair, but I mean I think it does stand a. a you know, it, it does seem to be like something that's uh, an issue. I don't know. I, I just think it's a topic that, that's never really discussed. I mean, without without sounding like chauvinistic or whatever. I mean, I, I do think that that women in their ideas of of, of like controlling and protecting and all that. I mean, it just it just seems like there's more to it. So if it could be discussed, that'd be great. Right on. Um, I'd also like to, because he pointed out the controlling thing, and there certainly are a million controlling women out there, but there's also some pretty controlling men as well um, with the whole sure. like, dominance thing. So yeah, I was going to say that as well. Um, yeah. Make me dinner, woman. Yeah. Well, well m- men and women can both be pretty manipulative. Sure. Yeah. And controlling. And the- some men like to be dominated. <laughs> The toll-free number here is 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. We're doing the uh, Christmas edition of the program here. There's, I mean, that was pretty much his only point, and he kind of repeated it twice uh, in the call. But he sounded kind of... He did sound he was very vague. Uh, didn't He's really like, go into too many man, specifics. It's like and... women, like they're like um, controlling and... Wow, that uh... sounds just like him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm great at doing impressions. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, so I don't know. I don't really feel like there's much else to say on that. I think that I guess maybe the next place to go on the, the women and liberty topic is how to get more women in the movement. I know that the ladies over at the Ladies of Liberty Alliance are, are diligently working on that now, and I think that's, that's great news. Uh, IamLola.org is where you can go to learn more about them if you are one of our lady listeners, and I'm pretty sure they accept male members as well as far as, uh, you know, if you guys want to uh, give them some money, they certainly won't turn it down. In Ladies fact, will never turn down your money. <laughs> they uh, will accept it for their calendar, too, which uh, I highly recommend over at IamLola.org. Julie, are we going to get you in that calendar one of these? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you could write about me, though. That's the problem. I think you would have to write it yourself. Ooh. I'm pretty sure that all the things... No, that's definitely not happening. pretty sure that all of the, uh, the paragraphs, each calendar page has uh, photos of a uh, lady and then a, a couple paragraphs about them and i believe it was uh, self-written i'm not good about writing stuff like that if you, my biography is probably the shortest one on the free talk, on the free talk live, live page. about page yeah and i don't think i wrote it it wasn't easy to get that uh, written it was uh, it was a little like pulling I, teeth i never liked writing stuff about myself yeah, that's why I was somebody actually called last night on the on the soapbox and asked why Mark and I wouldn't go into a calendar. Mark probably would. Oh, uh, he, Mark would. He wasn't here to answer that question. But uh, I same reason I'm just not interested in aggrandizing myself in that way. Thanks for the invitation, but no thanks. <laughs> Toll free number 800-259-9231. All right, so coming up, we'll talk about the atheist situation because, well, earlier this week an atheist was offended by a religious display, and now it turns out a religious person has been uh, offended by an atheist display. We'll get to the details here, and you are welcome to bring up whatever's on your mind, whether you want to talk about ladies and liberty or completely change the topic. Christmas Day edition, Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Just dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line tonight. It's Ian with you. And Luther. And Julia. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com features including... The chat room. You can go to chat.freetalklive.com. You can get interactive with other listeners of ours. Best time is during the show. I haven't gone in there yet tonight, but last night it was hopping for Christmas Eve. So uh, chat.freetalklive.com. Enjoy that. It's on us. Plus, uh, you also should enjoy Manchester Brewing if you can get your hands on it. Head over to ManchesterBrewing.com, and you'll find out that uh, at Manchester Brewing, their prayer warriors are standing by 24-7, ready to intercede with Lord Elvis on your behalf. That's (laughs) ManchesterBrewing.com. What? You don't don't get that? Lord Elvis? You don't know who Lord Elvis is? I I know who Elvis is. Lord Elvis. Like the king? I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sounds like it. Okay. It's Manchester Brewing. Go to manchesterbrewing.com. Maybe you can learn more. It is great beer. It is darn good beer. I I I have created a habit of uh, Manchester <laughs> Brewing actually. Our little alky. Yeah. <laughs> uh Springfield, Illinois, CBS News reporting that a conservative activist and Illinois Comptroller candidate was ex- escorted from the Illinois State Capitol building Wednesday when he tried to remove a sign put up by an atheist group. William Kelly announced Tuesday that he planned to take down the sign put up by the Freedom From Religion Foundation, and on Wednesday he tried to make good on his plan. But Kelly said when he turned the sign around so it was face down, the state capitol police were quick to escort him away. Illinois Secretary of State's office spokeswoman, whoever, said that he was escorted from the rotunda by the state capitol police who briefly detained him, wrote an incident report, and then directed him to leave the building. It doesn't matter how we feel about the message on a display. Our obligation is to protect the property within the state capitol building, and we would do the same for any other display. But Kelly called the sign hate speech, and he said he doesn't believe that it's appropriate for a sign that mocks religion to be placed next to a Christmas tree and also near a nativity scene. My religion and holiday is number one, and anything else is mean. My God can beat up your God. (laughs) Kelly said, I don't think the state of Illinois has any business denigrating or mocking any religion. And I think that's what the verbiage on the sign was doing. The sign reads as follows. At the time of the winter solstice, let reason prevail. There are no gods, no devils, no angels, no heaven or hell. There is only our natural world. Religion is just a myth and superstition that hardens hearts and enslaves minds. So So hateful. That's what he was offended about. Now, the sign was also on display at the Capitol at this same time last year. The group says it filed for a permit to post the display in uh-huh. response to the state's decision to put up the nativity. But Kelly said he believes the problem is not only the verbiage of the sign, but also its proximity to the Christmas tree. The fact that it was a sign was immediately in front of the tree I found to be disturbing because any family and any child would run up to that tree with a smile on their face. And then any. they would family and any child yeah because all of them are every single child and family out there loves christmas which is silly nonsense of course absolutely uh the uh, so he continues he said then they would immediately see that sign kelly (laughs) and self-destruct like (laughs) (laughs) kelly said uh or excuse me that he'd been advised not to return to the state capitol for the rest of the day on wednesday so this is a state government bureaucrat this is uh excuse me he's a candidate he's not actually a bureaucrat he's a comptroller candidate 
uh, who got very, very upset. And so there's no way to really make them happy unless their religion is the only religion that is allowed to be promoted in if if they can't have their Christmas tree and have nothing nearby it, if they can't have their manger, then scene, you're being mean and you're right. being hateful. Yeah, we're actually there's this lady who works for us at work and she insists on saying Merry Christmas to all the customers. She said it to me. Yeah, and it it's uh, some of our some of our managers there have said to her, you know, like just could you not say anything because truthfully, like we're in the business, the service business, we run into all kinds of people and maybe it's you know, it's not really a good idea to just be instigating. Of, of some people get offended about stuff like that. And if you just don't say anything, if they say it to you, you can say you too. What about happy holidays? Can you say that, or is well, that offensive? You can say whatever. Everything offends somebody. Oh yeah, some, some oh, people are offended by happy holidays. Happy, some yeah. people are offended by Merry Christmas. I see. My point is that Jewish people do not run around saying Happy Hanukkah, Happy it's Hanukkah true, they don't. to everybody because they realize that not everybody celebrates their holiday. And right. that's what bothers me about it. I don't actually care. I don't celebrate Christmas myself, but I don't care that other people do. But it's just this snobbery, this my holiday is the best. And since I like it and, and most people do, everyone should have to like be a part of it. So there. I would run into a lot of that uh, when I was out on my job. Customers would always tell me, you know, Merry Christmas. And, I, of course, I have to be nice. I'm in a service industry. Um, I, I just say, you know, okay, thanks, you too. But uh, if I knew them, I'd, I'd jokingly say, okay, happy Festivus. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, it used to bug me. Back when I was an atheist, uh, it used to bug me when people would say Merry Christmas to me. Now it's just like, no, whatever, I'll I, say it back. I'll say if they, somebody says Happy Holidays, I'll say Happy Holidays back. If it's Merry I'd Christmas, I'll too, say Merry Christmas too. back. That's what Sometimes I say. I say you yeah. too. You too. And I don't, and I don't like actually it. care, but I just can't imagine coming from the position of of being, you know what I mean, being saying, "Hey, maybe you shouldn't really say this just cuz we're helping customers here. We're not it's not really our job to be wishing everybody a merry Christmas and being so like in your face about Christmas." Yeah. You know that like, "No. I'm saying merry Christmas to every single person I meet." And that's that. Like, <laughs> who cares? Yeah, it's a little obnoxious. Yeah. And I understand that it's not her intention. I don't think it's her intention to be obnoxious. I think it's probably um, her intention knowing to... Knowing her, it probably is her intention really? to be obnoxious, yes. Okay. Well, it could, be, it could be an intention to just brighten everyone's day. You know, wishing them a Merry Christmas is a happy thing. Christmas is a happy time, and they can't, couldn't imagine why anyone would not want to be wished a Merry Christmas, I guess. that's you know could be kind of the naive I, approach. I get that all the time, actually. When I tell people that I don't celebrate Christmas, the first thing they ask me is, are you Jewish? And I'm not. I'm an atheist. And then, are you gay? <laughs> no, are you Jewish is what they say. And uh, then when I tell them I'm an atheist, they get confused. Like, oh, you're an atheist, so why don't you celebrate Christmas? And That confuses them? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if I was Hindu, I wouldn't celebrate Christmas. And for me, celebrating Christmas, okay, I'm of the opinion that Christmas in America for most people has nothing to do with Christ and everything to do with presents yeah. and dinner and getting around family and all those things that we as Americans sure. associate with Christmas. So for me, choosing not to participate in the traditional Christmas uh, activities has nothing to do with religion at all. Um, I celebrated Christmas for several years while I was an atheist, and eventually I just got tired of handing $20 bills in a circle. Right, right. It has to do with rejecting a, what you consider a silly tradition, yeah. right? It, yes. It's very commercialized nowadays. And even even uh, Santa Claus, who's based on the Catholic Saint, Saint Nicholas, is very far from his origins. Originally, he was just you know a kind man who would do generous things for people who were really in need. And now mm. he uh, is mixed with the pagan god Odin from the Norse gods. And 
become this, you know, magical, fat, jolly guy who flies around and gives kids presents. Well, speaking of paganism, we were talking last night, uh, Josh and I were talking about the pagan roots of Christmas right. and how, the, you know, essentially they ripped it off. Uh, the Christians ripped off Christmas from In the order pagans. to convert people to their religion. Right. Yep. Wait, Easter. the Christians ripped off Halloween? Oh, yeah. It was uh, an Irish holiday uh, um, when they believed that the... Most Christians are afraid of Halloween. I'd... They believed that the souls of the dead, or the Irish this is, that the souls of the dead would uh, re-enter this realm on... Uh, uh, November 1st, or the the night between October 31st uh-huh. and November 1st. And uh, so when the Catholic Church was trying to convert uh, Ireland, they made it uh, All Souls Eve, and then the next day was All Souls Day. Uh, I see. Yeah, and, and then who knows how it got to give kids candy, but... Well, certainly there are Christians today that do not think there's anything Christian at all about Halloween. So I, I wouldn't say they were too successful on that particular takeover. I mean, there are the Christians that will run the, the hell houses and things like that, and they'll try to capitalize on Halloween. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's probably what it was back then. Uh, it was just incorporating uh, customs of local areas uh, where there were still p- pagans. And... So they could try to relate to them yeah, and bring yeah. them into the fold. Exactly. Get their 10%. <laughs> The toll-free number is 800-259-9231. The story's not done here about what's going on in uh, there in Illinois with the, the signage that was very offensive to one man who actually went up to attempt to remove the sign or at the very least turn it over, and he was escorted away by the, uh, the state police. Toll-free number is 800-259-9231. You're welcome to share your stories about, you know, maybe you've been, have you been offended this holiday season? Do you think that people shouldn't take offense to the Merry Christmas? What are your thoughts at 800-259-9231 or bring up whatever's on your mind? It's the Christmas Day edition of Free Talk Live. Talk Live, the live Christmas Day edition of the program. You can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Luther. And Julia. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And if you enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live you can do that by shopping at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Maybe you got some extra cash today because of the Christmas holiday and you um, ended up on top instead of just, as you were saying, Julia, trading around $20 gift cards. Uh, if you ended up on top, you got some extra cash to spend, head on over to Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com and uh, get rid of it. You can get all kinds of stuff there. Dozens of categories in which you can shop. Plus, you can even buy used items if you need to save a little bit of cash. Uh, head over to Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com and feel good because you're getting likely a great deal. Free Super Saver shipping on a whole bunch of brand new items. And Free Talk Live will benefit when you enter through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. We can pick up the signage issue here again in a moment because there's more to say about it. Plus, there's actually an update on a story we did earlier this week uh, that we were talking about before with the star and the angel being removed from a government. Christmas tree. There's uh, there's a new development in that case. So we're going to get back to that. But first, let's go to Stephanie, ladies first on Free Talk Live on the amp line. Stephanie in New Hampshire, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, um, I heard uh, you guys all discussing the issue of um, women hating women before, and sort of the I heard the sentiment that like uh, some women get really catty and uh, competitive and sort of bitchy, I guess, for lack of a better word. Um, and I was just kind of calling to share some thoughts on that. Please do. And I, I think those those qualities like really sort of stem from um, insecurity and like bad self-esteem. Do you do you agree with that? Yes. Yeah. Oh, sort of like uh, 
you have to blow out somebody else's candle to make yours seem like it's glowing brighter. Yeah, exactly. And um, in my personal experience, like I've probably known a couple of women who I could say were like that, but I, I found that the best way to deal with it is to sort of go out of my, my way to make them feel comfortable and make them feel like I'm not a threat to them. And um, I guess the way that I like to do that is just, you know, smile at them, talk to them. Like if they're with their, you know, boyfriend or something, you know, you can you can talk to them and look at them and sort of shake their hand first and don't say anything that could be interpreted as flirting with their boyfriend or like trying to steal him away. And eventually I, I find that they sort of become a lot more comfortable and they're a lot nicer to be around. Have you ever had any experiences like that? Uh, um, probably I, a question for you, Julia, I imagine. Sure, I have. Um, I have a friend at work who I, I would probably say is my closest girlfriend, and um, we can we can talk about stuff that girls might talk about, and, and I can kind of relate to her, and she has a very similar lifestyle as I do, but we don't, we don't really spend a lot of time hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that tends to change as you get older. I mean... Some girls spend more time with their boyfriends and and things like that. When I think back to when I had friends, really close friends that were girls, I mean, it was just like, you know, a gaggle of girls in eighth grade, that kind of a situation, which mm-hmm. is totally different when you're an adult. Uh, but I just find that as far as getting really close to one and, and wanting to spend all kinds of time and like that best friend crap. I'm not interested. I think, Stephanie, what you said about the insecurity uh, thing was very interesting. And I think that a lot of people, just men and women, are probably pretty insecure about themselves. Oh, yeah. But but would you say that it comes? Yeah. Would you say that it comes from this kind of cultural story that uh, that a lot of Americans tell themselves and pass down to their their daughters? You know, this idea that uh, I, I mean, I know that Julia, when you were growing up, that your aunt would try to foist makeup kits on you, and you know, it's kind of this <laughs> idea that you're never pretty enough, and that you know, there's always got to be something else to change on the outside about yourself in order to attract a man and that kind of thing. Does that contribute to the uh, the insecurity? Probably. Definitely. Yeah, Steph- I think so too. <laughs> so how do you, I mean, how do you combat that? I mean, is it just something that you just have to change in your own life about coming to terms with who you are and, and appreciating yourself and not thinking that you're deficient and then just kind of just passing that on to your kids if you have them and just really just being concerned with your own little world? I think you the change that change absolutely has to come from within yourself and some of it probably comes with age like I noticed that um some of the older women like some women lose that insecurity with age when they just realize that hey I'm a good person regardless of you know how I look this is how I look and it's not going to change or whatever mm. or I shouldn't feel threatened by other women because I'm cool and I'm I have value as a person and <laughs> some of that just happens over time but some of it some of it happens when um people you know develop their own talents and pursue their own interests and just sort of do things that improve them their own confidence as a person. I, it would be, I think I think that's probably a pretty apt uh, statement. But wouldn't it be nice if those lessons could be taught at an earlier age, you know, at ten or something like that, or you know, younger than that, and get get those lessons in in the beginning? That way, uh, these girls don't spend their teenage years fussing about their hair and their makeup, and maybe could actually uh, focus more on themselves as far as their you know their who they are on the inside. Well, sometimes stuff like that really has to come from the inside. Uh, it can't necessarily be taught. It's just something you have to learn for yourself. I think. Yeah, but but if you have people that are encouraging you in that direction, uh, as opposed to buying you 
makeup kits and telling you, hey, you need to look pretty. Yeah. You know, I think there's a, yeah, there's a pretty big difference. Help. Yeah. yeah. To a certain extent. Oh, sorry. No, you go first. Um, to a certain extent, too, I think the government schools play a big role in that, like fostering these cliques of girls that are constantly trying to compete against each other and be like the prettiest and the thinnest and the cheerleaders and the ones that get all the guys. And, the you know, <laughs> those things can be pretty damaging to people's self-esteem when they're constantly picked on at school and things like that. I mean, I guess bullying goes on and, and uh, kids teasing other kids like sure. happens anywhere, but it seems like it's particularly bad in the government schools. It definitely is. I'd say that my self-esteem probably would have been higher at a younger age if I had been homeschooled, let's say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, just yeah. a completely different industry. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> well, if you had had the chance to pursue like all kinds of different interests and find your passions in life at a really early age, who knows what that could have done for, for anyone's self-esteem. Absolutely. So a lot of the damage then that is being done to, and we're talking about young women here, but there's certainly plenty of damage that's done to uh, to young men as well. But a lot of the damage being done to American youth as far as their vision of themselves and uh, their their level of comfort with who they uh, with who they are is being done because of the institutional structures that they're being forced into. Yeah, I think so. So Stephanie, any other thoughts you wanted to share? Um, I think that was it. Great. Well, thanks for calling in here tonight on the Christmas Day edition of Free Talk Live. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Good night. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. We are really here. It really is Christmas Day, and we're really taking your phone calls, if you make them, about absolutely anything at 800-259-9231. And I guess... I wonder what what's it, Julia? Were you ever bullied as a as a young girl? I mean, that seems to be sure. more like a guy thing, but it, does it happen well, a lot? Well, I wouldn't say it's really a bullying thing, and I mean, I'm not even sure if it was necessarily a vocal thing, but there certainly was a competition between gaggles of girls, and I mean, it was there, and and I can remember a time when I had really, really, really low self esteem as a young girl. I seem to remember an occasion when you fist fought one of your friends in front of a subway. <laughs> really? In high school. Oh yeah. What was that all about? <laughs> well, what was it about? What, a what boy, was it fight? a guy. Oh, so you're fighting over a boy. Yeah. yeah. My boy. Yeah. I taught her. <laughs> oh, did you really? I, yeah, wasn't she trying to, like, slap you? And yeah, you, you well, were just I, decking her in the yeah, face? Yeah, I, like, pushed her up against a wall and punched her in the face, and then uh, she was, like, trying to slap me, and then um, it got broken up. Yeah. That's brutal. Do. Yeah. All right, so you're welcome to add into this discussion here at 800-259-9231. I think that the uh, the homeschooling solution is a good one, Julia, because then you're able to explore your own horizons. You you know, if you're doing the unschooled approach, which I think sounds the most interesting to me, uh the idea that you basically just give uh give the kids a or your kid a uh you know, very basic level of reading and uh, math, things that they'll need to to, yeah. to know, to learn other things on their right. own. And then they just kind of go out and they, they do their own thing. Yeah. But if you're doing a homeschool group, you can select the other people that you interact with, whereas with the government school, they're just throwing everyone in together. And they use the excuse of, well, it's good for socializing. Well, yeah. Uh, Is it good for socializing to put together a bunch of kids who like are mean to each other and don't like each other yeah. and then force them to spend their entire school career together? I was terrible at socializing in government school, so obviously it's not working. I finally got better at it. Uh, maybe in my j- uh, junior and senior year of high school, I became a little more 
the clicks started to go away a little bit at that point, yeah. and things got better there. But in my real-world social life, I can choose who I associate with. And if I don't like someone, I don't have to be around them, as opposed to the government schools where you're forced into being with people that you otherwise wouldn't want to be with. I don't know if that's beneficial. I don't really think that it is. Oh. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. Would love your thoughts on all of this or whatever you want to talk about. You can take control of the airwaves. Hour number two is coming up. More signage fury. We'll share that with you in moments. It's Free Talk Live. How long can you hold your breath? <sighs> Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. is Free Talk Live, and we are launching into the second hour of the program. It's the Christmas Day edition. We're here taking your calls. If you make them, you can dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Luther. And Julia. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, where we give you all the features for free. So enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. We're going to continue a story we started in the first hour and then uh, pull up a related uh, story about all of the hubbub and the controversy that inevitably comes up, bubbles up during this time of year when one religion doesn't get their way over another religion. And I know it's not fair to call atheists religious, though some atheists kind of act in a religious manner, the kind of the neo-atheists that are out there trying to proselytize for atheism. Uh, so they... They kind of have uh, taken on some of the trappings of uh, many of the evangelical religions that they so despise. But that's not where I wanted to go with the commentary. Uh, we can uh, – I just want to continue the story. What happened in uh, Springfield, Illinois, is that a, comptroll, a candidate for Illinois Comptroller, conservative activist, William Kelly, was escorted from the state capitol building when he tried to remove a sign put up by an atheist group. Now, the sign reads – at the time of the winter solstice, let reason prevail. There are no gods, no devils, no angels, no heaven or hell. There's only our natural world. Religion is just a myth and superstition that hardens hearts and enslaves minds. So, and you know, I, I guess it's a controversial statement, I suppose. I mean, certainly to a Christian it will appear that way. To an atheist, that's just the way they believe. And they were able to put this signage up because they pulled a permit to post the display in response to the state's decision to put up a nativity scene. So it was the state government that put up their own Christian religious, uh, religious display on state property. And so this group, the – oh, boy, what were they called? Uh, hmm, hmm, hmm. Well, anyway, this, this anti-religious or rather atheist group – 
put up their own sign to counteract the religious display that was there. In the same way that anybody uh, from another religion could come along, the, the, the Wiccans, if they wanted to, could come <laughs> along and they could put up a, a witch or something like that. Or I guess they don't. What are they, they, they're more like earthy or something like that, the Wiccans. Yeah, yeah. If Torgo was here, he'd have something Torgo to say. Torgo would have something to say, and he would, it would not be very nice. Um, <laughs> so, so the state will, at the very least, allow other people to put up other uh, scenes. I don't think that the state should be involved in putting anything up at all. Right. Like, should the state be purchasing a nativity scene and and paying for it and putting it on display well, is that right? What if it's the employees? What well, let's say it was the state employees that just brought their own nativity scene? Well, I don't I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't see why that would matter except that we pay state employees. That would be my only issue with it. But like if a business owner wanted to put up a certain religious display, I wouldn't care. On his own property or the or the state property? On his own. Well, on the state property as far as I'm concerned is everybody's property, so Anyone should be able to, if there is to be government property, anyone should be able to do anything they want on government property. I tend to agree with you there, and especially when it comes to a religious display, every religion should have the ability to put up their own display should they want to avail themselves of that. So let me just continue the story here. This is from CBS in Chicago. The man who attempted to remove the sign was removed when he flipped the sign over by the state police sign was on display last year. He says he believes the problem is not only the verbiage of the sign, but also its proximity to the Christmas tree, expressing that he was concerned that uh, children might see it. Hopp said Kelly has been advised not to return to the state capitol. The Madison, Wisconsin-based Freedom From Religion Foundation, that's the name of the group, has placed the sign in several state capitol buildings across the country. As to Kelly's claims that the sign mocks religion, Foundation co-president Dan Barker said this, He's kind of right, because the last couple of sentences do criticize religion, and, of course, the beginning is a celebration of the winter solstice. But that kind of speech is protected as well, speech that's critical and speech that is supportive. The foundation doesn't approve of the nativity scene, says Barker. We atheists believe the nativity scene is mocking humanity, suggesting that those who do not believe in Jesus will go to hell, but... Uh, I guess by the nativity scene, but notice that we are not defacing or stealing nativity scenes because we disagree with their speech. And I think that's a pretty salient point here, is that the story we talked about earlier this week, and the two of you weren't here for this, but it was a, a veteran, a Vietnam War veteran atheist who was offended by the fact that a state Christmas tree had an angel and a star on it. And he took offense to that, and he uh, demanded that they take it down. He didn't go up and rip down the angel and rip off the star and, you know, run away with it or destroy it or anything like that. Whereas this so-called Christian is more than happy to go up, and maybe he would have taken the sign away if he hadn't been caught in the act by the state uh, agents that happened to be there. So who knows what his intentions were. We do know that he was going to do something uh, to the sign and that was something that the you know the the ant or the uh, the atheists were not gonna they weren't gonna cross that line. Yeah, we have a Christmas tree up at work in the break room, you know, and I didn't freak out, tear it down, you know, stamp on the ground, you know, right. piss on the ashes, you know. So I I I just don't understand what the big deal is. E- either way, like if I see something that's religious, I, I don't go crazy about it. And if I was religious, I I think I wouldn't go crazy if I saw a conflicting opinion. That's kind of what the position that we were taking, Josh and I were taking on the show last night, was that, okay, you know, it's kind of, for me, it's kind of irritating that the Christians uh, want to foist their religion on everybody, but it's not the biggest deal. I've got other things to worry about. 
Uh, I'm just going to move along. Johnson wrote me a text message later that night saying he was outraged that uh, Free Talk Live would take that position and that uh, he thinks this is, you know, terrible. Uh, what is uh, Well, what then Johnson should call in right now. Well, he should at 800-259-9231. But I think, yeah, I think it's kind of petty on both sides uh, to some extent. But I think the the Christians here, at least in this case, and it's not fair to, to label them all like this. It's not, it would not the be Christian. fair. Yeah, the Christian in this case, I think, is is more petty than, yeah, yeah. than the atheist that was having a problem with the star because he went about his own – he took it into his own hands to go and uh, essentially deface somebody else's property by turning it over. Yeah, I doubt Jesus would have done that. Probably not. Uh, signs, by the way, in other states have been the targets of vandals, said Barker. In Wisconsin, someone threw acid on a sign one year, and some people turned it around and hid it in the back rooms of the state capitol. In Washington state, someone walked it out of the capitol and threw it away. Now, that's stealing. Uh, Barker said the Washington state sign was later found in a ditch near a country radio station and returned to the capitol in Olympia. It's the second year that the Freedom From Religion sign has been at the Illinois state capitol. In addition to the sign, the nativity scene, and the Christmas tree, there's also a soldier's angel wreath and a tabletop display from the American Civil Liberties Union that says the group defends freedom of religion. A Hanukkah menorah had also been on display until the Jewish Festival of Lights ended on Saturday. And for the second year in a row, the Capitol also had an aluminum festivus pole com- uh, commemorating the fictional holiday created in Seinfeld. Now, fictional? why is that? Yeah, why is festivus Whoa. fictional? Wait a minute. I happened to attend a festivus party this weekend, and I did not attend any Christmas parties. And and actually, that's very incorrect. It was actually only popularized by Seinfeld. It's actually been around. I keep saying actually, it's really been around since the 1960s. So who came up with it? Um. A writer at Seinfeld's father. A writer at for, Seinfeld? For Seinfeld. One of the writers. I see. His father started it when he was a child to get away from commercialism, and it was actually originally held in February, is what I read. So there happened to be a direct link to Seinfeld through family, but it wasn't originally created for the show. Right. And, yeah, so, I mean, it's not fictional if it's happening in the real world. It, there's nothing that's more fictional about Festivus than there is about, Christ, uh, the, about Christmas. I'd say there's less fictional about Festivus than there was about Christmas. You might be able to get away with that. Yeah, actually, I don't know about that because uh, there's a tradition called the airing of the grievances, and the grievances that we'd aired were pretty, pretty Silly. fictional. Yeah, 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 we didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. <laughs> Worst know person what I really you did think to somebody in this room? Keith. All right. <laughs> Toll-free number here, 800-259-9231. So I want to hear your thoughts on this, because we've actually got an update on the other story. The other story was about a guy who was, a, as I said, a military veteran who was upset at a, um, a Christmas tree, government property Christmas tree that had an angel or star at the top. He took offense to that. They removed it. Turns out the stars are once again atop trees in government buildings of Sonoma County. So the bureaucrats have gone back out and placed the stars up again. Uh, We'll continue here in a moment. 800-259-9231. Plus, Julia, you've got a story about a Santa suit getting one young man into trouble at his government school. We'll get to that, and you can bring up anything. It's the Christmas Day edition of Free Talk Live. Toll-free number 800-259-9231. Free Talk Live amplifiers get access to higher quality archives free of commercial breaks and other perks. Join AMP for just $3 per month at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. 
Dave, and you can take control of the airwaves this Christmas Day edition of the show. Toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and tonight it's Ian with you. And Luther. And Julia. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Give you all the features for free, including our Facebook profile. You can go and become a fan free over at facebook.freetalklive.com. That is facebook.freetalklive.com. And if you're looking for a great opportunity to purchase yourself some gold and or silver or both, uh, head on over to gold.freetalklive.com. You get all kinds of neat stuff like the beautiful Lakota Nation Silver Round from the Free Lakota Bank. And you know that it's one of the most beautiful pieces available today. You can uh, It's a really fun way of giving the Federal Reserve the middle finger. FTL listeners can get them for the absurdly low rate of $19.70. Wow, is that currently the rate? Man, that's lower than I paid for it. Anyway, <laughs> head over to uh, gold.freetalklive.com, and that's what happens. You know, you buy this stuff, it goes up, it goes down. Hopefully it will continue. Now, this is bad copy. Mark just sent me bad copy. It's $23.19. Uh, shame on you, Mark, if you're listening. Shame on you. All right. So, uh, yeah, it's still, nonetheless, uh, the Lakota's beautiful. I just ordered a, a bunch of them for myself, and they're one-ounce silver pieces. You can also get the Montana Silver Reserve. Uh, they've, they've got their own one-ounce piece, the 20 franc, the British Sovereign. And the latest prices are right there at gold.freetalklive.com. So twenty three nineteen for the Lakota, uh, which still... Pretty darn good, and it's likely the best price you can find. I did look around before I made the purchase over at gold.freetalklive.com, and it was the best price I could find on that. So we continue here. Uh, You can bring up anything if you dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. Continuing with the religious display controversy and an update on a story that we covered earlier this week, San Francisco, the stars are once again atop trees in the government buildings of Sonoma County, this according to the New York Times, on Wednesday, the county's acting administrator, Chris Thomas, reversed his order to remove stars, angels, and other items deemed religious from the county Christmas trees, bowing to a torrent of decidedly uncheery criticism from the order of, of the order from residents, county employees, and even other county officials. In an email message to county departments first reported Thursday, uh, Mr. Thomas said he had conferred with a county supervisor and that he now believed there should be no prohibition on any particular decoration. He apologized for any inconvenience and disruption. You're, in, you're encouraged to use your best judgment with respect to appropriate decorations for our public spaces, said he. The initial decision came after an atheist complained that stars and angels, which have symbolism in Christianity and other faiths, appeared to breach the constitutionally guaranteed divide between government and religion. Mr. Sutley, 65, a leader in the Peace and Freedom Party, and a longtime advocate for government neutrality on religion said he'd received scores of death threats via email at his party's state headquarters. Now, that's not very Christian. And I mean, I'm presuming it would be Christians that would be so, or at least self proclaimed Christians that would be so outraged at Irv Sutley for, uh, for demanding these things be removed that they would be the ones that would send a death threat. It doesn't seem likely that a Wiccan is going to take the time to uh, send a death threat out to this atheist. No, they would cast a spell. So, well, are these Christians that are that are doing this so literal that they believe that, well, the Bible says you aren't supposed to kill, but that doesn't mean I can't threaten someone's life. <laughs> Christians are, not all Christians, I should, I should uh, clarify, are some of the most, discon- they just contradict themselves all the time. I mean, the Bible itself is very contradictory, so. It sometimes surprises me how I know more about the Bible than some Christians I meet. 
It, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, I called myself a Christian for a number of years I, when I was growing up. That was the, the, the family were uh, Protestants. No, not Protestants. Uh, I don't even remember what they were called. Presbyterians. And uh, I didn't really read much of the Bible. How much have you read? Well, I've read more since I became an atheist, actually. Is that right? Yeah. Or just about the Bible in general. Like, uh, I like to watch the shows on the History Channel about Jesus or the Dead Sea Scrolls. And uh, I think some of the stories that were left out of the Bible are actually far more interesting than the ones that are in there. Like what? Uh, There's one story where Jesus was a kid playing with a friend of his, and he got angry. They were playing some kind of game. He got angry, and he killed the boy. Oh, my Uh, gosh. not, Not, you know, not... Uh, understanding the full consequences of his actions and uh, not fully coming to grab to uh, grips with this power of a god that he had, and he killed the young man. Didn't wow! Yeah, that would be. <laughs> Your so mom one, didn't redo that one. Either. No, that one got left on the cutting room floor. I for guess some so. Yeah, well, because it would make him seem a little more human, wouldn't it? Oh, almost too human. All right, so uh, very interesting. You can uh, dial in toll-free here at 800-259-9231. Sutley says it's a civil rights issue. It's very offensive to agnostics, agnostics, atheists, and those who believe in separation of church and state to be subjected to this by their government. Not that anyone can see the decorations. The offices of Sonoma County are closed until January 4th because of the holidays and the recent budget cutbacks. Uh, Sutley, however, does say that he plans to meet with lawyers to consider legal action to prevent future use of the decorations. So, I understand where he's coming from. I don't blame That's him for... That's not where I would put my time and energy, but good for you, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't blame him for for feeling that way, and uh, it's understandable what he's saying. And I think what he's saying is, is inherently correct, in that if the government is supposed to be neutral from religion, then it should not be having... I don't think it should even have Christmas trees, personally. He's, he's not even complaining about the trees. He could be much more ornery if he wanted to. He's only complaining about some of the decorations on the trees. And it seems like trees are Christmas trees are pretty obviously... I mean, I understand it used to be a pagan symbol, but nobody knows that anymore. So when I see a Christmas tree today, yeah, I think of Christmas. Oh, yeah, it's, it's instantly associated with a Christian holiday. Right. So he could be a little bit more uh, uppity. He could be a little more ornery, and, and he's not being that way. But nonetheless, just, I mean, the government people, they're they're getting their way. You know, they're allowed to put their display up. And I think maybe what Irv should be doing here is what the other guys were doing in the story we talked about last hour, is get his own display put up. Put up his own little Festivus pole or the atheist sign that uh, the, the Freedom From Religion group It would certainly be more constructive. I think so. At the very least, then you're getting your message out. That's uh, so that I mean, it's just constructive in that way, and that yeah. you, you're not just taking something down and leaving nothing. You're putting up an alternative for people to see, and uh, apparently that's very upsetting to the Christians as well. Yeah. But in that particular case, the state in Illinois was backing up the atheists, as they said they would back up any of the religious displays. So if somebody said they were offended by the Festivus poll. The, and they tried to go and yank the Festivus pole out of the ground, the state agents would uh, would go and uh, and intercede there. Well, I would have a grievance to air about that. I bet you would. <laughs> so, uh, so again, you know, it all still comes back to the issue that there is a state and that there is this concept of public property and that none of these things should exist in the first place. Then the Christian churches could have their huge manger scenes out in front of their church. And, well, there aren't any atheist churches. But uh, yeah, what would the atheists do? I mean, if the atheists didn't have the government Maybe in land... in front of their house, beer. they could display some sort of an atheist symbol. Is there even an atheist symbol? I'm not an no, atheist. I don't, I don't think so. Hmm... Yeah, is there an atheist symbol? I have symbol? no clue. Yeah, I, I've never seen one. 
Uh, I'm not a, a orthodox atheist, though. <laughs> well, what's the one? They, they took the Jesus fish and they turned that into an evolved fish, didn't the, they? Yeah, the, the Darwin one with the legs. Yeah. yeah, yeah and then that. there's another great one where the fish, the Jesus fish is eating the Darwin fish. That's the one, yeah. And the better one where the flying spaghetti monster eats both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about the FSM display? There's no, they haven't mentioned that. Uh, Toll-free number 800-259-9231, FSM being Flying Spaghetti Monster. You can bring up anything here, and coming up, Santa suit results in a suspension. We'll give you the details in moments, and you can take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. This is the Christmas Day edition of Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, and you are invited to take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line Christmas Day edition of the show. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Luther. And Julia. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features, they are free, so enjoy those on us. And freetalklive.com features including archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, click and download. They're yours free right there on the front page of the website at freetalklive.com. By the way, I want to tell you about startpage.com 7-day challenge. You can take the 7-day challenge and uh, use startpage.com instead of your big brother search engine. Experience the difference. You'll get search results aggregated from 12 major search engines, and unlike your old search engine, you'll have complete privacy in your search. Start the 7-day challenge today at startpage.com as we go to Michael listening in California. Michael, you're on Free Talk Live. Good evening. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, it sounds like the, all of you are kind of anti-Christian. I am not. I am not either. Why, the, why would it sound that way? Would, pardon me? Why would it sound that way? Because of the dialogue. Can you specify uh, a little more? Is there any one particular thing that we said that uh, would sound very anti-Christian to you? Uh, pretty much all of it. I mean, you you assume just because somebody sends something in about that, that's a hate crime uh, or wanting someone a threat... You assume this is a Christian sending it in. How would you know that? How would you know that it's somebody that? Well, we wouldn't. We wouldn't necessarily know that. But how many people are going to send a death threat to an atheist who wanted to take a uh, an angel off the top of a Christmas tree beyond Christians? Would, well, in, in this day and age, I would think there. Plenty of people Fine, let's focus on the but, issue but, that we know something. We know a Christian decided to uh, to t- to steal or to attempt to steal a uh, a sign put up by atheists on the government property. We know that man was a Christian, so called. Okay, so what? what but that that's mean? not to say. But that's not to say that all Christians would do that. That's not to say that all Christians are bad. It's just to say that certain ones are kind of giving the Christian religion a bad name. Don't you think? I would think so. You know, there's a lot of Christians are they, they come in all shapes and sizes and in, in, in areas of maturity. They, they don't all represent um, Christ. And the thought that Christ would, as a kid, would kill somebody. Why wouldn't even somebody try to even put that vermin over the over the radio waves? Doesn't make any sense to me. No, well, I don't know. It was written thousands of years ago. Right, I, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't know who the author here. is. You know, and as far as you guys knowing more about the Bible than most Christians, maybe you do, but you know what? Oh, uh, I didn't make that claim. Yeah, I did. And I didn't say yeah, most, most Christians. I said on the Bible that don't even, they don't even know what it says. What, uh, cri- the other thing- what Luther here was saying was that uh, this story about Jesus killing someone when he was, what, four years old, was oh, it? I didn't give a specific or age. He was, it was very just young. when he was a child. Yeah, when he killed somebody at, at a very young age, uh, he was saying that was one of the books that was not included in the Bible. So, And there are those books that yeah. uh, that were excluded. You and, are aware of that, right? 
yes. And there was actually there's a lot of writings that weren't included in the Bible for a specific reason. But the Bible itself proves itself. I mean, the Bible proves itself. Well, Pastafarianism proves itself. Pardon me. Pastafarianism. The uh, I don't even know what I don't even know what that is. It's the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. It's in fact the only religion that can prove itself. Can you explain? Really? Oh yeah. Well, the spaghetti monster. You guys must be born after 1980 or something. I don't even know what spaghetti monster is. Oh. I was born in 1980 uh, myself. Yes, but what's how does it? Uh, how does the flying spaghetti monster pastafarianism prove itself? Well, according to pastafarianism, it can prove itself because of something called intelligent falling. Uh, gravity is just a theory, and really, all things are held onto the earth by the flying spaghetti monster's many noodly appendages. <laughs> and so then, you're you're right as a. As an American, your inalienable rights are granted to you by some spaghetti monster? Oh, not me, actually. Mine just come because I exist. Just because you exist? Yeah, I'm a human no, being. Your yeah. rights come to you by either either come by, by God or they come by a human being who's running the country because you could say whatever you want, but, but they're, they're bigger than you are. they got bigger guns and they can do anything they want. Yeah, they can. So, so either your rights are granted to you by God and you have the right to defend yourself, or your rights are granted to you by man who can do anything he wants to you. They aren't, me. they aren't granted to be by man. I just have them the minute I'm born. Rights really? are an agreement, uh, in my opinion. I don't think they're granted uh, by anything. It's it's an agreement between men, and it's clear that most that a lot of men don't agree with that particular agreement because of well, look at what governments do. They violate rights you all know, the time. You, you, either there is a basis for truth, or there is whatever you want to believe. And it sounds to me like you guys believe whatever you want to believe. It sounds to me like you sense. believe whatever you want to believe, yeah. and that's okay. You can believe whatever you want to believe. I never said that you couldn't. And if what you want to believe is in the Bible and all of the things that it says, then that's fine. That's More your business. power to you. Just, you know, don't well, force it Absolutely. Me. We, yeah. You know, as an American, I get to believe whatever I want. I think as a human being, you get to believe whatever you want. I don't really think that absolutely. being an American yeah. has anything to do it's with it. free will. Yep. So there you go. So uh, do you have any other so thoughts for it, us tonight? Pardon me? Do you have any other thoughts for us tonight, Michael? Uh, no. Right, no, I, no, you pretty much uh, answered all the questions I had. So, so do you still think that uh, that I am anti-Christian? No, I think it's a radio show, and it's it's certainly convoluted in in all the uh, degrees of, of thought. Convoluted. And, uh, what what exactly has been convoluted here so far? I mean, if, if you're confused about something, I want to make sure I can clarify it for you. I'm not confused about anything. Oh, okay. So, what was convoluted exactly? Well. There's a lot of thoughts out there, and either you have a radio show that stands for a truth, or you have a radio show that stands for just about anything. Well, this is a show that allows anybody to call about anything they want, so I guess that we would stand for anything and that we'll take any call about anything, but I, tepi- I typically believe that uh, I like the idea of truth, and I think I seek, the, uh, I seek truth in my life. Uh, I'm interested in truth. And I think I found a lot of truths. I don't think I found them all, but I found a lot of them. Um, and I'm just wondering, are you suggesting that your beliefs are the truth, that uh, your beliefs in Christianity are the truth, and everything else is, uh, you know, false? I believe the Bible is the Word of God. And, you know, it's not my beliefs. I didn't write it. Somebody else did. And and you adopted I them. I adopted them. And you said someone no, else wrote I was, them. I was adopted by it. I didn't adopt them. Um, when you seek truth, you so find you it. Have I, mean, no- if, 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 I think if anybody's honest with themselves, they can sit down and say, God, if you're real, 
or a higher power, if you're real, whoever, what, who and whatever it is, if you're real, reveal yourself to me. And I think if a person's really honest when they say that, that God will do so. Well, I will be extremely honest, and I say I do not believe in God, and if that's the truth, he will strike me down with a streetcar. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm still here. As much as he loves anybody else. I uh, I actually do believe in God, except I don't believe in the same God that you believe in. I believe in a God that is everything. How about that? I think that's great. You think it's great? Well, most yeah. Christians would say I'd be going to hell. Do you believe in a hell? I don't. That's not my. That's not my decision whether you go to hell or not. Oh, well, you believe? You're you do probably, believe in a hell, three, though, you're right? Wonderful. All three. You're probably wonderful people. You all sound intelligent. You know, everybody finds God. In their in in their own timing, and if they don't, they don't. That's so, their business. But do you believe that there is a hell? And I thank you for that. Absolutely. So you do believe there is I a hell, and do. who goes there? Who is sent to hell? Well, according to the Word of God, those who deny that Christ died on the cross for their sins are the ones who are anathema. So then, everyone who's sitting in this room, then, you, even though you said we're all very nice people, you believe that we're all going to burn for eternity. Well, I have no idea if you are or not. That's up to you. That's your now, choice. <laughs> see, one thing that really bothers me about that, and I think probably encouraged me to challenge, because I was raised sort of a Christian, um, that is, is do you believe that a God who thinks that even though I'm a nice, good person, like you think I'm a nice person, or somewhat intelligent, at least I sound so at first, uh, when you first Absolutely. hear me, do you think that a God who believes that I deserve to burn in eternity for hell is a God worth worshiping? No, because in the written word it says, I wish that no one perish, but all come to repentance. But he's more than willing to throw his own... He's more than willing to throw his own creation into eternal fiery torment if they don't believe one particular set of uh, beliefs that is propagated by one religion. One religion. Religion is of the devil. Religion. I'm going to hold you over. I'd like to hear more about that, if you don't mind. Uh, I, I was going to move on, but uh, religion is of the devil. It's coming from a Christian. Maybe I'm a little confused here. Let's see if uh, we can iron this out. More with Michael coming up on this Christmas Day edition of Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Christmas Day edition. We are really here, really taking your phone calls, and tonight it's Ian with you. And Luther. And Julia. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We invite you to our website. Lots of features there. They're all completely free. So enjoy those, including our wiki. Over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you, wiki.freetalklive.com. As we continue here, uh, you can bring up anything. We've actually got Michael still on the line with us here, I think, in California. Michael, are you there, sir? I am. Thank you, sir. Okay, I I have to know what you meant. Uh, Right before we went to that break, you said religion is of the devil, and we were talking. Yeah, we were talking about the idea of uh, you, you. You are apparently a Christian, and uh, we are not on this program. It doesn't mean that we're necessarily. Well, I don't know if you are or not. We're not. I didn't say you were. I didn't. 
So let me clarify. We're, we're not Christians uh, on on this uh, on the airwaves at uh, at this time on the show. I can't speak for all of our uh, hosts. I don't think any of our hosts are Christians, though. I don't I don't believe. Uh, but but nonetheless, uh, we just kind of gen- generally talking about things theological. And you made the statement that religion is of the devil. Can you explain that? Yes, I can. Uh, you know, let me preface it with this: when when I was in business, I had to use complex mathematical equations, and whether it was vector analysis algebra, geometry, I always try to break things down to the simplest form. And when I first became a believer, uh, it was rather confusing because I saw so many people that I thought were supposed to be perfect at work. And then as I grew as a believer, I realized that people are people, and if we weren't sinners, we wouldn't need a Savior. With that said, if you could take, just let's just take Congress and the President running a country, and now let's take well, they universe. they run the government, not the country. Well, they run, they don't even do that. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, they can all go to Europe or somewhere else. But yeah, I have no use for them, so we'll certainly agree on that. I don't either. I don't have a, a single solitary use for any one of them. But religion is but, of the devil. Give me the details. Okay. Unless the devil's in Supposing the details, in which case there was multiple gods in this universe, running this universe. Now, let's take it on the human level. We have multiple people running this world. And they're not doing a very good job because no one could ever equate one thought with the other one. And they all disagree, and we have nothing but chaos, murder, strife, war, uh, starvation, etc. That's because human beings are running this universe, I mean, this, this world. Now, let's take the same thought and think about a universe. Could you imagine multiple guys trying to run this universe? It, it, would, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So one day I put my fist down on the, on the floor, on the table. I said, "God, whoever you are, whether you're a religion, whether you're a person, whatever it is, I want to know. If I'm going to hell, whatever it is, I want to know." And I put my fist down. And I said, "Please, I honestly want you to reveal yourself to me." And He did reveal Himself to me. It, and how did that happen? It, what, what do you mean when okay. you say that? Pardon me. What, what do you mean when you say that? person has to overcome his uh, his intelligence, which all three of you sound very intelligent, and I would love to sit down and eat dinner with all of you. You sound wonderful. You're bright young minds. You sound like I a great guy, too, probably, actually. I think you're beautiful people. I don't, I don't have a problem with either one of you. I, I think you're great. Um, you're, look at your youth, and that, that isn't, it's not demeaning, but look where you're at. You're at a radio show. Most kids are out blowing their $7 an hour up their nose. Um so, if there is a truth, I truly believe there is a perversion for that truth. And how do you do that? If you have all these different religions, you have all these different thoughts, you have all these different degrees of belief, then everybody's going to either go to that belief through their personality, they're going to go through it, their lifestyle, they're going to go to it through what suits them. And I don't think they're being sincere. Uh, if they were truly sincere and they wanted to find out what, who God was, I think they would truly find him. You never see people saying, Buddha, damn it, or Allah, damn it. Okay, okay. So, so now that you've kind of gone on on that point that, uh, for, for a bit there, I, I've got questions to clarify here. So okay. was I jumping to conclusions uh, when I said that you were a Christian? Or would you describe yourself? No, you're not, not at all. No, I absolutely am. 
Oh, okay, so but you're not a uh, you're not a practicing Christian in that you don't go to a, a church. No, I do. You, uh, I then I don't understand. I, I still don't. You still have not uh, made made it so I can understand it. And I, maybe uh, Luther and Julia have gotten it. I haven't. Uh, but your statement that religion is of the devil. If you go to a Christian yeah. church and you consider yourself a Christian, then how do you uh, how do you reconcile that? Because. Becoming a believer, becoming a child of God, is not a matter of being religious. It's a matter of having a relationship with a God who saves you and loves you. Uh, religion could be defined by anything. Even global warming could be defined as a religion. Uh, mm. Buddhism, or whatever it may be, is a religion. But that doesn't mean it's truth. And those things are there. <laughs> so wait, let, let me see if truth. I can understand what you're saying here. Are you saying that... My religion is the truth, but all of the others are of the devil? Because your statement was religion is of the devil. What I'm saying is the devil creates diversions for the people who seek. And there are many to choose from is, is a way of diversions. And we as human beings classify it as religions, but that doesn't mean it's truth. That does not mean it's a relationship. But you believe that your religion is the truth, correct? I don't believe in religion. You just said you are a Christian and that you well, go to a Christian church. I'm, I'm sorry, you guys, am I missing something here? Is it just me? Am I, 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 no, I, I must be missing it, too. You're definitely missing something. Isn't Christianity... I, what I, what I, let me restate what I said. Please do. I do, not, I do not believe in religion. I believe in a relationship. But you, yet you go personal. to church. Religion is a set of beliefs, according to dictionary.com, definition number one, set of beliefs concerning the cause, nature, and purpose of the universe, especially considered as the creation of a superhuman agency or agencies, usually involving devotional and ritual observances. That's what happens at a Christian church. You stand up, you sing uh, hymns, There's you know, somebody lights candles, they put the candles out, there's a pre, there's a, a pastor, they have the kids' service. And, you know, there's, there's, there's a you difference. get the little cracker. But yeah, the, right. The, uh, the the they call it the wine and the bread, and it's yeah, it's a it's a little crazy. Like and not all part. Christian churches do that. Yeah, the the, the communion is uh, is fun. Yeah. Uh, you get the grape juice. They don't give you wine. At least not at my church. I didn't get any wine. <laughs> um, so that's all ritual, and that's a, that's a religion, dude. So I I guess maybe you just really? don't understand what a religion is. You didn't remember my name. Uh, uh, your I name. Do. I don't have to remember it. It's right here in front of me. It's Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just dodging the question? Is it, I, I mean, no, not at all. I was letting you finish, and then I was going to answer the question. Okay, well, okay. you better go because you're running out of time. Okay, the Bible says I will confound those. Who, I'm going to paraphrase it. I will confound those who think they are wise, and, and it goes on to say, "Who is the wise man? Who is a philosopher?" I think when it boils down, when we take our last breath, and we meet our Maker, if you believe that there is a Maker then we are not going to have a lot of debating to do. I think a person needs to make that decision before they take their last breath. So you still, it's all very nice, you still have not clarified for me your original statement of or, what religion is the devil. Or maybe you just is religion the devil or I, is it not the devil? I think I kind of understand what he's saying. Can you rephrase it then, please, for me, I Luther? think he's talking about uh, the belief that uh, the devil placed um, these other religions as a distraction to try to divert people away from God. I heard that, um, which means that you're excluding Christianity from that then. Yeah, and that's that confuses me, actually. He said that he's... Well, he, let me ask you, let, let me just ask you a simple question. Please. Okay, 
there is a difference between Christianity and there's a difference between having a relationship with your Savior. There's a big difference. There's a lot of people that go to, to church that, that call themselves Christians that I no more want to be with than the man in the moon. I'd agree with Just you. Just because a person calls himself a Christian doesn't mean he's not going to lie, cheat, and steal. Absolutely Just right. a person calls himself a Christian doesn't mean that he isn't or is. Right, just look at all the so-called Christians that are in government and the Christians that are killing people around the world in the name Absolutely. of their God. I, I agree with you 100%. 100% agree with you. Great. Just because they call themselves Christians, and this, just because they have a church that they call themselves Christians, doesn't mean they're acting like Christians. Because many of them have even opened the book, even though it, it says. They just have their ears tickled every week, and they want to go there and look good, and they want to go there for business, and they want to drive their nice cars, and they want to... You know, rub elbows with whoever they rub the elbows. I think you're right about that. Absolutely. So, Michael, I have one more question for you. It's been a great conversation here. We got to get some other people in uh, coming up in the okay. third hour. But you know, my other question for you uh, has to do with: Don't you think it's kind of silly to believe that those of us who've never harmed others that just don't accept the uh, the whole Jesus story as uh, Jesus as our Savior or whatever that we're all going to go and burn in all you know for all eternity? Don't you think that's kind of silly? I, I think God has the right. Uh, yeah, we don't have time for a long answer. Thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. 800-259-9231. Christmas Day edition of Free Talk Live. And surprise, we're talking about religion. In the late 21st century, the hardiest, most daring adventurers have begun to colonize the solar system where untold mineral riches await them. Jealous of their wealth and fearful of their freedom. The government of Earth is determined to extend their power to this new frontier by any means necessary. Escape from Terra, an illustrated science fiction saga from Big Head Press. Read it online at escapefromterra.com. The Christmas Day edition of the program. We're here taking your phone calls about whatever you want as we launch here into the third hour of the show. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Luther. And Julia. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. And that's freetalklive.com as we launch here into this hour. We'll take your calls. You've been hanging on patiently, so we go right to you. First, it's Joe in Montana. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Joe. Hello there. Hey. Uh, hey. Have a nice uh, Saturday, Solstice Day, and Christians for uh, your Christian fundamentalists, a nice Christmas for your fundamentalists out there. That's very nice of you, Joe. Yeah, it's okay to be an atheist. That's okay, too, you know. Same thing. So what do you have to talk about tonight? Oh, how, I always, I've been listening to you for a while. I mean, that's a funny on my Wi-Fi radio I got about a couple of months ago. But you're always talking about New Hampshire being the free state. Where What's about Montana and all the stuff we're doing? What's going on up over there? Years. Oh, let's see. Uh, as of July, as of January 1, I can't get on any planes because of my state ID. Because Montana said no to the Real ID Act. State of Montana, you can... I'm pretty sure they're still, you're still going to be able to get on a plane. Maybe they'll just give you a secondary screening. Uh, uh, hey, when I went to Vegas two years ago, when I 
gone, when I came back to Vegas, they had me stretched down in my underwear in the airport before they let me wow. <laughs> back on there. Oh, you're from Montana. We've got the extra string you hear. <laughs> yeah, uh, New Hampshire did that, too, the uh, real ID rejection thing. And the Montana legislature this year said told the federal government guns made in Montana can only be regulated by the state of Montana, not by the federal government. I, I had heard about that. Yep, that's right. That's a good one. Yeah, I think so. I think that was mentioned on this show. Yep. Yeah, right. they're fighting it right now. The feds and they got it in the federal court, so aren't they fight on the Tenth Amendment? Aren't they also planning to reject the uh, health care, uh, Obamacare? Yeah, we're not going to stand up for it. Oh, that's good. that's great. Good you know, as far as I'm concerned, anything that's going on that's pro-freedom, I I always want to hear about it on this show. So if you don't feel like Montana's getting a fair shake, uh, by all means, you know, feel free to dial in and give us the latest. Much of that we'd already heard of, but uh, that I, heard I, I haven't our, heard of the health care thing. Heard about our commercial uh, hemp uh, up in Montana? Yes, we uh, we have heard that. Dave in Montana has been calling us up to uh, to brag about that. I think that's uh, that's great news. Is that actually uh, so? The hemp is now actually being planted in Montana at this point. State of Montana in 2001, the legislature set up a system for commercial hemp, and the first plant got licensed by the state of Montana. So, uh, so, um, so there's more than one plant, I would presume, at wherever that is. Yeah, it says there's a second license issued for another plant, and we got one that's going to be going out here. This year. It's all great news. Anything else you want to share? Uh, we do things different here. Let's see. Public Broadcasting is even done different in Montana. We have what is called Public Broadcast Associations. If you want a public broadcast, you join the association. You put your money in it, but you don't ask the government to fund it. That's how we do it in Montana. Totally different. I think Montana is a fine choice for people that are interested in moving somewhere else out west, maybe uh, getting away from California. But the reason why we promote free to, uh, why we promote New Hampshire on this show is because, well, we're Free State Project participants. We all made the move here to uh, to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project to get active for liberty. And that's the one thing that Montana doesn't have is it doesn't have a movement of hundreds and soon thousands of like-minded, liberty-oriented people. So while there are some good things happening there and i think that's great and the more the merrier i think that's fantastic uh that it i think long term there's going to be a lot more good happening here in new hampshire because we've we're going to have the numbers of the activists to uh to make that possible you're about 40 percent of the population montana kind of think like you do so it's a type thing that's fantastic hey thank you for the call tonight appreciate thank hearing you. from you i think montana's a fine fine place 800-259-9231. Uh, you can bring up anything. Let's talk to Chris in Australia. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Chris. Chris, pick up your phone. Talk to us. It's the Christmas Day edition. We're talking with Chris, maybe. Good day. Chris in Montana. Hello, sir. Good day, guys. How hey. are you going there? Sorry about that. No problem, mate. Technical difficulties. What's on your mind? Yeah, I just thought I'd give a heads up. We've got uh, New Year's Eve coming up here. Uh, in Sydney, Australia, and all across, obviously, Australia. In New South Wales, we do have some more laws, particularly uh, post-9-11 and other local riots here that happened years ago. And so, um, at the moment, there's actually a, a war on drunks in Sydney. And so, they've employed 1,400 extra cops. Uh, there's been more arrests, and they're targeting our culture of booze, which is good. Unfortunately, wait, wait, wait. The culture targeting... of booze is good, or that they're being targeted is good. That they're being targeted is good. What's wrong with? I mean, why can't somebody just be drunk? I mean, if they're drunk, they're not necessarily harming someone. 
Yeah, that's correct. I mean, and that's what, that's what happened with my case, although I wasn't even drunk yet. Uh, now, well, basically cops can detain uh, people for up to four hours without a charge in New South Wales. Um, there are other laws which have actually given bouncers powers outside of venues to actually uh, act on uh, supposed offenders with bad behaviour. Act in what, uh, in what manner? A bouncer can act on an offender. What do you mean? Um, so, like, they can restrain uh, the same way uh, on, that they would on a, on a private property, um, as in their venue. So, basically, on the footpath of uh, the streets outside the venues, uh, you know, incidents are occurring uh, with bouncers and the public who aren't necessarily drunk, and that's basically what occurred, to, occurred with me uh, a couple of weeks ago. So a bouncer and messed with you and you weren't necessarily drunk? Is that the idea? Yeah, I'd only turn up to the venue. I was on my second drink. I'd gone outside because a friend smokes. We can't smoke in pubs over here anymore. Mm. Um, you know, a bouncer started some, a few words with me, and, and, you know, I didn't react badly. I just, you know, told him I'm not doing anything wrong, and then, of course, started to put on the, the physical activity. And because I was resisting, because it's, you know, against my human rights, it was then escalated to the police, who then got in on it, and I was taken to a cell, detained oh for well over an hour without charge, and then released uh, with a ticket, with a fine. And you had done nothing at all. I, I mean, do. why did this guy de decide to get in your face? Uh, because, yeah, so I'm not sure when. I don't know the specifics of the laws. I apologize there. But a little while ago, uh, they passed some kind of legislation that actually allows bouncers kind of jurisdiction, so to speak, uh, to, be, to be cops in front of their venue. Right. But do you feel like he just didn't like the way you looked? I mean, what do you think his reason was for getting in your face and messing with you like that? Um, I think it's, uh, you know, the, the feeling of power. Uh -huh. um, and, 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 you know, pride in their job. So he just decided um, to pick on you. It's not like you called him names or something like that. He just decided Correct. to pick on you. Yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. had a friend's uh, band that was playing there, mm -hmm. and I was just checking them out. Um, I wasn't going out for a big night. I was simply going to have a couple of drinks and, and see how, how they the went. Yeah, I was yeah. there for the music. Um, I was only there with the band and a couple other friends. Um, but that's essentially what happened. And, and I was, you know, I was held in a cell for a period of time, and and no charges, yeah. right? You said, and then just released. I, I haven't actually got the paperwork on me, so I, um, I can't actually give you the what I was uh, fined with. So they did charge you um, with something. There is going to be a fine coming. Uh, yes, that's correct. I see. And do you, um, do you plan and to fight fine it? relates to some law about misbehaving in front of uh, a venue or something like that. What I did is I made a formal complaint to the commander of that police station, mm -hmm. and I wanted to get them to get CCTV footage, which would then prove that I had not committed any crimes. Does that footage However, exist? I apologize. However... What it appears is that by the time they addressed that complaint, um, they actually got me to forward it to a commander that was on holidays, which delayed it a few days, that that CCTV footage would no longer be available. Oh, uh, what However, a coincidence. They actually rejected my complaint based on some other law, which I apologize to have the name of the law here, but it basically means that they can reject complaints. So my <laughs> official complaint Lovely. was rejected 
So basically, they are completely immune from any kind of uh, liability, and now they have extended some level of policing powers to bouncers in the country of Australia. It sounds very strange and scary all at the same time. I thank you for the story, and I'm sorry that happened to you. I guess stay away from that bar. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up the, uh, you can bring up whatever it is you want. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Toll House Morsels. There are a million reasons to bake with Toll House. Find yours at VeryBestBaking.com. A balanced diet is important, but so is the occasional treat. Working with your kids to bake a dessert from scratch helps them to appreciate it even more, and it keeps them from resenting having to eat their veggies every other day. Plus, baking is a perfect excuse to spend time with your kids, since just being together is a treat. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash YourFamilyToday. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, the Christmas Day edition. We're here live. We'll take your phone calls about anything. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Luther. And Julia. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you all the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Features including stuff like our Shrine of Female Listeners. You can go and see our lovely Lady Shriners. Uh, it is not a beauty contest, by the way. I'd like to point that out. Anyone who is a of the female persuasion is welcome to become a Free Talk Live Shriner. Just go to shrine.freetalklive.com, and you can learn more about how to get on the Shrine and get all the details. It's uh, shrine.freetalklive.com. Now, are you frustrated with the lack of freedom where you live? Tired of the oppressive state intruding to your business and personal life? Well, if you knew that thousands of liberty loving people were all moving to the same place and getting active, would you want to join them? Well, I sure did. That's why I joined the Free State Project at freestateproject.org, and you can too. Head on over to freestateproject.org as we continue with your phone calls. Leroy is on the line in Pennsylvania. Leroy, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey, Leroy, what's on your mind tonight? Yeah, a couple, couple, couple two questions. I guess the first comment I would make, I would not uh, ask uh, God to strike me down with a streetcar. Okay. And then uh, you heard about the apple tree, I suppose. The apple tree? You mean in the, the Garden uh, of uh, Eden, that apple tree? Yeah. No, I'm not really talking about that. No? What are you talking uh, about? The apple tree grows from what? From the seed. The, okay, yeah. In the ground? Yeah. Well, from what does it grow? The seed, as Luther said. Uh, who uh, produced the seed? Another apple. <laughs> Where did the first apple come from? Ah, the chicken or the egg, huh? No, it was no chicken, no way. It was an apple. Uh, I was, was speaking proverbially. It was an apple tree. <laughs> it was an apple tree. Yes, you just said that. Yeah. Well, who created the apple tree? That's a good question. I don't have an answer for you. I imagine it evolved from a similar tree. No. The first apple tree had to be created by somebody. Did it have to? Yeah. Couldn't just and evolve? And do you know the answer of the question? You know for a fact who created that apple tree? Go in the first book of the Bible and it'll tell you. Oh, well, that's just a book, though, sir. How do you know it's telling you the truth? I have all kinds of books in my bookshelf upstairs. Okay, then we'll go back to uh, the scientists. Uh, they came back in, in uh, the age of time, and they were, were missing one day and one hour. And huh. they couldn't, the scientists went back into in time. You're talking about Doc Brown, right? Uh, I don't know if it's Doc Brown, no, it wasn't Doc Brown, whoever Doc Brown is. 
Anyway. Are you kidding? He invented time travel. No, no. Back in 1955? No, 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 no. <laughs> it was one day and one hour. They were missing. I don't have any idea what you're talking about. The scientists went back in time and one day and one hour were missing? They were short. One day and one hour. They were short Who is a they time and cube. Wh- yeah. What are you talking about? Okay. Uh, there again. You know, if you want people to believe your religion, you probably should be able to communicate exactly what it is you're intending to talk about here. Because for me, uh, you're way over my head. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, well, I can understand that. Try and lay it out for <laughs> try and lay it out like you would for a dummy. Go ahead. I understand that. Yeah. Well, the best best place to lay it out again is uh, uh, go back to the Bible. I've seen the Bible, dude. Okay, did you read about Joshua? Joshua, you'll have to refresh my memory. It's been years. Okay, Joshua was uh, fighting the enemies of God. I mean, not uh, God. Joshua was fighting God's enemies, and uh, the day was not long enough. So uh, he commanded the sun to stand still for one day. God did, or Joshua? Joshua did, but God did it. Ah, okay, okay. Now the scientists couldn't figure this out. So they went to the book, well, to the holy book, and they what, found the answer. What? So wait, are you saying the sun was moving before Joshua told it to stand still, and then it never moved again? It didn't move for a whole day. Well, wait, you do understand the sun has not moved, right? Well, you know, it moves, actually. The, well, the not earth. in relation to the earth, though. No, right? no, no, no. Or the earth, whatever. The earth didn't move or the sun kind didn't move. Kind of a big move. point. Uh, <laughs> the earth turns and rotates around the sun. That's right. So no, you're saying what you're saying is that the Bible say that the uh, the sun goes around the earth though? No, no, no. Uh, I think no. it does. Uh, well, yeah, is yeah. it possible they could have been wrong about some stuff in there? It could have been wrong, but yeah. uh, now if they could have been wrong about the sun uh, going uh, about the uh, sun going around the earth, what other things might they have been wrong about? I don't. I don't think it said anything about the sun going around the earth. It did. Okay, well, we're, we'll just have to agree to disagree on that one. But but you do yeah. you do admit that there is a possibility that the Bible could be wrong about stuff. Isn't there a passage in the Bible that talks about how you should stone your children to death if they do things wrong? Uh, yes, that was in the Old Testament. Ah, see, Old Testament, Julia, doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, didn't... Joshua exists in the Old Testament, or is that? But it also it also says in the, in the Bible, spare the rod, rod and spoil the, spoil the child. So let me go back. Let me go back. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the missing hour or day or whatever it was. So they paused the sun. They hit pause. The Earth stopped spinning, and uh, then what? Well, uh, this is Joshua, a new story. They didn't teach me this one in Sunday school. So uh, go ahead. I'm okay. also unfamiliar with it. Joshua conquered the en- enemies. He won victory. Okay. Now, did he do that by killing them? Yeah. So this... Now, wait, isn't that against the Ten Commandments? What's all that about? Yes, but uh, Uh it's also (laughs) against... uh, It's also in the uh, Ten Commandments that, uh, you know, if you uh, just let the child go and don't correct him, you're not going to control him. him. You should, you should kill the child, right? 
Is that no. the idea? No, no, no. No, no, no. I didn't well, say Well, then I asked you a question. You had said that this Joshua character vanquished his enemies. I asked you if he killed them. You said yes. Isn't that yeah. a violation of the Ten Commandments? Not if it's God's commandment. So God can command you to kill someone, and then it doesn't matter that you've broken one of his Ten Commandments. Sounds a lot like the government. What are we doing today in Iraq? We? I'm not in Iraq. Are you? No, I'm not. But what's our government doing? Not my government. I'm not interested in them. And they are killing people, and many of them believe they're Christians. I th- I think you're right, and I don't believe in the government doing it either. Okay, so so they don't you... belong there. They okay. have no business there. But wait, and I many of them may believe there. that God told them to kill those uh, people over there. Pardon? Well, man, many of them uh, may believe that God told them to kill those people. That it's okay with God to kill those people. Would you say that it is not okay to kill those people? That was not my decision. I'm not asking you if it was your decision. I'm asking you if you think it's okay. By your moral code, is it all right for those men calling themselves, men and women calling themselves the U.S. military, to go and take the lives of other men and women in another country? I don't think so. Okay, I agree with you there. I think it I is I don't think it is right. Okay, I'm in agreement with you there. But was it right for Joshua in your story about the sun standing still? Was it right for him to kill those people? Yes, God had commanded him to wipe How out How do you kid. know that God hasn't commanded everyone else who's ever killed someone to kill someone then? I don't know that, but I don't think he did. So the only reason you think God commanded this guy, Joshua, to kill those people is because it's written in some old book, right? It's it's written in the book and, you know, book and... And someone told you that book was true, right? So you believe it. Well, Thanks for the call. Yeah. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Didn't Charles Manson write a book, too? I mean, hey, maybe that's the word of God. More coming up. Take control of the airwaves. Free Talk Live, Christmas Day edition. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. is Free Talk Live. You can bring in, uh, bring up rather whatever you want. Christmas Day edition of the show. Take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Doc Brown. And Julia. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And all the features are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Features including the live streams. We've got a broadband version, a dial-up version, a webcam, and listen lines. It's all available for you at listen.freetalklive.com. Not to mention our 60-plus wonderful radio affiliates all around the country. That's affiliates, or excuse me, if you can go to affiliates.freetalklive.com. But if you want to listen online, go to listen.freetalklive.com. And if you hate making extra trips back in from the car to carry in the grocery bags, you need to know about the Tota Sack. Been using it for the last several months here at the house. And they are great. Uh, Chris, or uh, Luther. (laughs) Doc Brown. Doc. uh, There was was one night where you had brought some groceries over here, and I insisted that you use the uh, the Tota Sack. It's it's actually, it was cool. It's a handy uh, little thing, isn't it? Yeah, and when I told my friends about it, they're like, oh, that sounds just like the commercial. (laughs) Well... 
I actually saw a I saw one the other day in the grocery store, like a wannabe tote sack. No and way. It had, There's yeah, imitation tote sack. Yeah, but it wasn't even. Clo- <laughs> it did not make the a cut. Photo? Yeah. It uh, it just had little hooks and it was like three hooks, so like oh, you could only hang so like. Lame. Yeah, and and the material it was made of didn't look good Cheap. at all. The tote yeah, the tote really sack looks like so much with brass little... knuckle. <laughs> you could but... use it ultimately yeah. <laughs> as a weapon. I thought um, they were when I first saw them. I had no idea what it was. I mean, if you are if you've got your tote sack stowed in your your shopping car, if you take it with you, Mark takes it with him into the store. I uh, usually just leave it in the back of the car. Mm-hmm. But wherever it is you have it, man, if somebody was to uh, to some, mess with you in the some back, ninjas, yeah, somebody jumps out and tries to mess with you, you just arm up with the tote sack. Uh, because it's made out of 100% recycled materials, and it is very strong right here in the United States, designed to simplify all kinds of carrying tasks. Go to totasack.com to learn more. Order yourself a family pack, T-O-T-A-S-A-K dot com. As you can hear, it is uh, definitely liked by the people that, uh, that try it, so give it a shot for yourself. Let's continue here with your phone calls. Ladies come first. Lauren is in New Hampshire. Lauren, you're on Free Talk Live on the amp line. Of a live report this Christmas evening from uh, Cheshire County Jail out in Westmoreland, New Hampshire, and there's about ten people out here singing Christmas carols into the uh, <laughs> into the you know exercise yard. Now that's oh. not happening in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Lauren, I mean, what, what's what's prompting this? I mean, there's nobody uh, nobody of the activist persuasion that is in that jail. Are, are there? I guess there is one, isn't there? Somebody we know, but uh, that wasn't the, what prompted it. To, you know, make everybody have a happier holiday. That is a great idea. I'm glad that somebody was thinking of the folks in jail because not very many people do. It's a it's a very sad place to be on on holidays. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's a sad place to be any old time. So uh, thanks for going out there and helping cheer those folks up. And you really, they really are singing away there. I don't want to take you away from this. Is there anything you wanted to share, Lauren? Oh, just uh. Here's the Rudolph the Reindeer song. <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you join my play tonight? Okay, so that's... <laughs> Great job, Lauren. Taste of Christmas carols. Thank you so much for going out there and doing that tonight. Very festive. Sure. And thanks for Bye. the call. Good night. <laughs> Bye now. <laughs> Good times. Yep. So that's uh, one of the uh, fun things that uh, people can do up here as uh, they get involved with the wonderful activist movement known as the Free State Project. Uh, there are a lot of people when they are in jail, they're just they're just forgotten by the people that they thought cared about them. And uh, don't they say whoever they are that when you go to jail you find out who your real friends are? That's what they say, and it's true from my observations. Uh, so. Come on out, uh, go to freestateproject.org, learn more about it. It's a great movement full of just wonderful people. Self-starters, because somebody just came up with that idea and said, hey, guys, let's go out to the jail and do some Christmas caroling. They made a phone call to the Pork 411 system, which is a, a neat little automated system. You can call, leave a message, and then that message is distributed out to hundreds of people via email. And for, for people like myself uh, or uh, Doc Brown over here, uh, <laughs> Luther, <laughs> that uh, we've got the smartphones. We can get the actual messages on our phones. And uh, there are some people out there that are transcribing them into text message form. And so you can subscribe to those. And so there's different, so many different ways to get the news out to people about what it is you're planning on doing. I think this uh, Christmas caroling thing was put together this afternoon. I think somebody called, I think Kurt, uh, one of the activists out here, called the, the Pork 411, left that message earlier in the afternoon, and they've got 10 people showing up on Christmas Day mm-hmm. to go out and uh, and do some caroling. It just... Pretty- 
pretty amazing on short notice like that. Absolutely. And that's something that you'll see here is that on relatively short notice, a whole bunch of people will turn out. Uh, another activist was arrested this week, and that night a call went out. The next morning, about a dozen people had showed up at the uh, at that arraignment. So th- they're really – back where I come from in Florida, getting 10 people to show up for any kind of event – was a major success. Like you had to work and make a bunch of phone calls, and you really had to uh, to organize to get something to happen. And, and then even then, you'd have to call the people that were expecting to show up to give them a reminder that they needed to show up. Because <laughs> if you didn't give them a reminder, then you couldn't really expect them to show up. And even if you did give them a reminder, you couldn't really expect them to show up anyway. I mean, it I was went just to, awful. I went to something with you when I first met you at the Sarasota Fair, and I'm pretty sure there were four people there. Right. Yeah. And those were the hardcores, you know, and one of those, one of those two four of people. Two of those four people, no, live up here now. Yeah, that's right. Two of them, uh, two of the four, and including you and I, right? So No, that's four of, oh, so maybe there was one more person. So four out of the five. Yeah. Yeah, four out of the five people that I met that they now live here. Was the other guy an <laughs> older gentleman? I don't think I ever met the older gentleman. Okay. I'm talking about the young lady. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, most of the doers that were down there have decided to pick up their lives and make the move up here to New Hampshire. So I remember the last time I looked at the movement down in Florida at the Libertarian Party what I, that I was involved in down there, the last time I checked them out, they'd shut down their party. <laughs> so <laughs> And become a club, right? Yeah, they they turned into a club. It's less paperwork, I guess, for the state and all that. I guess I, guess I don't blame them for that. Yeah. Uh, but it just goes to show there's not really much, much happening. On their photo rotator that they have on their website, it shows all pictures from before 2006 when I was living there. So they hadn't done anything uh, noteworthy enough to take a picture of between 2006 and whenever <laughs> it was I went to look, to, uh, look at the website. I think that was earlier this year, so... I mean, I wish they were doing things down there. Yeah. That'd be good for I, them. But I, I think I knew two other libertarians when I lived down in Florida. Is that right? Uh, yeah, and uh, one of them actually became a libertarian after we. She had moved away, and like she just wrote me one day over the internet and said, "Hey, I'm a libertarian now." So that was one of the two. Yeah, that was one of the two. I see. So she wasn't actually even in Florida at the time. Well, she was in another part of the state. Gotcha. Yeah, but uh, I'm. Yeah, I'm. Try to convince them to come up for Liberty Forum and Porkfest every year. So it's a, it's a great excuse to come up here. Yep, hopefully one of these days they uh, they finally will, and then they'll just see how great it is to come here and be around people who have similar ideas to you. It's it's uh, very very liberating. Yeah, I guess that's a good word for it. <laughs> I'd say even um, just aside from that, it, there's just much more of a mind your own business attitude here, whereas in Florida it's. It's, you know, like a bunch of busybodies just <laughs> standing true. around waiting to find out what they can find out about everyone they live by. And, yeah, and up here, it's just a lot more uh, like there's just overall, even the natives, there's a lot yeah. more. There's of a, still your fair share of busybodies. There's one there who are. lives across the street from my friend's house, and she always calls the cops. She actually, she'll dial 911 because somebody's parked the wrong way on the street or something <laughs> ridiculous. That's what happened the other night at Festivus, right? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. They they called on that was actually a call to the cops yeah, to the, bring the, the cops. Yeah, the old lady out? across the street. She called the police because someone someone was parked the opposite direction from the side of the road they were. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
So, yeah, busybodies, you're going to run into them everywhere, but it's nice when you actually have people that are of the same belief or relatively similar belief set as you to associate with. And, as you're pointing out, Julia, the native population also just leans more liberty-oriented than the native population in a lot of other places. I'm not talking about Montana. I know there's a lot of people that that love freedom there, too. Actually, (laughs) I just remembered this, Chris. I don't know if you remember. When we lived back in Florida, there was actually an editorial in the newspaper about somebody who had moved from New Hampshire to Florida and was comparing. New Hampshire to Florida and talking about all of the nanny state regulations that they were getting from the local government and just just talking about how awesome it was to live in New Hampshire. I do remember that. I, I, yeah, you you gave that to me. That was a great story. More coming up here. Uh, even in the remaining moments, there's enough time for your call. If you make it right now on this Christmas Day edition of Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. Live and you can bring up anything toll free at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 800 259 9231. Christmas Day edition of the show. You can bring up whatever you want, even in the remaining moments here. Uh, we will continue by taking your phone calls. Also, want to invite you to our website at freetalklive.com, where all the features are completely free. Uh, so do enjoy those on us. If you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, become an amplifier. For as little as 3 bucks a month, we'll take that money in, reinvest it into the show, and get on more radio stations around the country, bring more Internet listeners on board, and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. And if that's valuable to you, you want to help us out, head over to amp.freetalklive.com. You get perks like access to the Amp Only podcast, Amp Only forum, and more. All the details are there for you at amp.freetalklive.com. Uh, so we'll continue and take your phone calls. Dave is in Montana, and you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Dave. Yo, Merry Christmas, everybody. Hey. Uh, thanks a lot, man. Dave, what's hey, on your mind? Hey, uh, the people singing to the people in jail, maybe they forgot to think it might make them feel sad, you know. But, but hearing maybe, the caroling would make them feel sad? sad huh? huh? You're saying hearing the caroling would make them feel sad, but a good kind of sad? Well, yeah, because maybe they'll think they ain't going to do the thing they did to put them in there the next time, you know. Or well, whatever, most of those people are saying, "Hey, you know, they're out there singing. Are they? Are they like rubbing it in that we're in jail? Like, ha ha, you're in jail." You mm, know, I but... suppose it could be interpreted in a variety of different ways, but I would hope that those folks in the jail would feel that yeah, they would feel appreciative I mean, of the fact that somebody. That's how I mean a good bad. Yeah, that they would they would feel appreciative of the fact that someone took the time to come out there and uh, and do that for them. I I would think. I would yeah. hope. Yeah. But there are some pretty jaded, cynical uh, guys in there. There's no doubt. And I'd like to say a big Merry Christmas to all the people that are in jail for marijuana. Yeah, and a lot of those folks in that jail are in there for things that did not involve a victim, whether it's marijuana yeah, or some right. other drug or if it's a driving thing. Uh, a lot of those people in there, in fact... Having a couch on your front yard. Yeah, a significant percentage of them, as I recall, from talking to the, the superintendent of the jail. And it's that way yeah, across the country. Maybe we'll rub it in the face of them people, like, because the people that run the jail know the people on the outside, know that the people are in jail for no good reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know what you mean, Dave. Anything else I yeah, tonight? And I, and I called up to uh, to tell you about the lady with the license for the hemp in Montana. It's for 160 acres. Wow, that's great. Yeah. And uh, I want to say that cannabis could be the spearhead of freedom in this country to show the ruling class that it, it's 
a plant that will feed you, clothe you, house you, make fuel for you, has 25,000 uses. It feeds you the most nutritious food known to mankind. And the only reason why it's against the law is because the corrupt bastards make too much money off of it being illegal. It's true. Absolutely. And, 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 I, and I, I want to tell Oran that, uh, <laughs> I mean, Orion, that ponytails, are all right, but I don't. I, I like, all right, no chat room I, shout outs, Dave. Yeah, Thanks for the call. Thank you for the call. No chat room <laughs> shout outs. Now he's, cha- he's shouting out. Go- Thank you, Dave. Happy Merry Christmas to you. Happy yeah, Christmas. You too, Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. He's shouting out to the chat room. Uh, one of the chat well, participants. Well, it actually there. made me laugh because I don't. I'm not really paying much attention to the chat room, but I do see these things coming by, and I've seen discussion of ponytails all night long. <laughs> Is that so right? it's kind of funny, yeah. Why? I somebody said ponytails are good. Somebody said ponytails are bad. Someone said pigtails are good. Pigtails are bad. So you I, have a I ponytail. Like, I like ponytails. They yeah. serve a purpose. If you have a lot of hair, I have a lot of hair on my head. It holds it up, keeps me cool. I uh, at one time had a ponytail. I like all tails except for the rat tail, of course. Yeah, those are not so cocktails. <laughs> I do like cocktails. All right, uh, toll-free number 800-259-9231. Still enough time for your call here. And by the way, Mark will be back. Nah. I know. <laughs> Sam, some of you <laughs> want him to come back. Uh, but Mark will be coming back tomorrow for tomorrow night's show. Um, so we're going to be live tomorrow night. We've been live all week long. And thanks to everybody that's been participating in the show here uh, as we've continued to give you live content throughout the Christmas holidays. Toll-free number, 800-259-9231. Now, Julia, speaking of Christmas stories, you had one that uh, we had not yet gotten to. From, oh, yes. From a school somewhere. What happened? A suburban Philadelphia teenager was suspended for one day for wearing a Santa Claus suit to school. Michael Hance said he told his principal the day before that he planned to wear a suit um, and hand out candy cans. The 18-year-old senior... Outrageous. We must put a stop to this behavior. Zero tolerance. The 18-year-old senior said the principal told him that wasn't a good idea because it would provide a distraction. But he wore the suit anyway with regular clothes underneath. Now, I'd like to point out that usually the last day before classes ended was like finals day. And like yeah. and there were parties and stuff. So like the last day of school before Christmas break was the never a day. serious day yeah. anyway. Yeah. It was just a babysitting day because what are parents going to do with you yeah. if you're watch, home? Watch a Charlie Brown Christmas. Exactly. Uh, Hans got nabbed a few minutes after he walked into his first class on Tuesday. This is the reason why I read the article, because I just thought this quote was so great. The school district says that in, in a statement that Hans was suspended for the day for, and I quote, defiance of authority. Oh. And, isn't that what it all boils down to? Right. And, and I'd like to point good out that, that this is an issue. Yeah, I, first of all, good for the kid for wearing the Santa suit, even though his principal said he couldn't. <laughs> good job. But... If this was our private school, there would be there would be rules, and and at least in a, in a private school situation, you would be able to choose, you know, which if you were eighteen, you'd be able to choose which school you wanted to go to, and well, your parents could choose uh, what school you wanted to go to too. Right, but but if you were eighteen, I would think yeah. that you yourself could choose what school you wanted to go to, and there would be different sets of rules and, and things like that. Uh, at my job, you're allowed to dress up on Halloween in a full costume. You're a, a, like someone wore a Santa hat instead of their little. But that could be distracting. People might be distracted. We can't have that. But I'm just saying, like if the, if if it was a private school system, it would be completely different. What I really liked about this article was the fact that it was a government school that the kid did it anyway, and that the school district uh, representative is actually quoted by saying that he was suspended for nothing other than defiance of authority. I said no. 
you did it anyway. And isn't that what schools are there to really teach kids is to obey authority? Yes. I mean, when you when you boil it all down, yes. isn't that one of the most important lessons? I didn't learn lessons? much else. Yeah. No. Nope. Not well, after really elementary school. <laughs> no. Well. <laughs> Not after elementary school. I mean, you really learn the basics in elementary school, and after that, it's just... Um, yeah. Be yeah. on time. Sit yeah. down. I, I learned a lot more on my own, and I, I still do to this day. You know, absolutely. I'm a graduate of the University of Google. I <laughs> only want to uh, to learn things on my own these days because, well, I'm interested now. I wasn't interested when they were forcing it down my throat. Well, that's one thing that the government school system is excellent at doing, and that is sucking your want to learn just right yeah. out of oh, you from absolutely. a young age. I think reading is the perfect example of this. I mean, how many kids do you know get out of high school and like to pick up books and read? Not very A lot many. of them don't, because when they were younger, they made us read Where the Red Fern Grows and The Great Gatsby. Oh, I hate that book. And everybody <laughs> defends it. But Richard agrees with me. It is one of the worst books, if not the worst book ever written. Well, essentially wow. what they said is, it doesn't matter if you like this book. It's good. It's a classic. So it's good by default. <laughs> if if I ever have a, a home with a bookshelf with a, a hidden room behind it, The Great Gatsby will be the book you pull to open the door because no one's ever going to pull that book. <laughs> Let's go to your phone calls. The amp line. Who's this? You're on Free Talk Live Christmas Day edition. It's Orion in New Jersey. No shout outs now, Orion. What's on your mind tonight? All right, this is what Christmas is all about, all right? It's not about anything. I hate receiving gifts, and I hate giving gifts. Me too. And this is much to the uh, to the dismay of my family members. I believe that uh, all gifts are given to you every single day by the people you care about and the people that care about you, and I think that we should have that every single day. And I just, I, I, I hate this whole moral obligation to give gifts to people. Like, if you don't give them a gift on Christmas, you don't love them or care about them. I, I, oh, absolutely. I, I did not give out one single Christmas gift this year, last year, or the year before. And I am much happier for it. Yeah, I feel that since there's so much pressure to buy somebody a gift on Christmas, that, and it's so expected that it can't be a thoughtful gift because it's expected. I mean, a real thoughtful gift would be out of the blue. You know, I saw this. I was thinking of you. Yes. It's something you would like. That's what I did with Julia a few months ago. I gave her something that I, I bought that I saw that I thought, wow, this is perfect for her. Yep. I give uh, thoughtful gifts, s- small things generally to people I really care about all year long. But I will I- never give a gift on Christmas. The gift is about being with that person, experiencing life with that person, and having a good time with that person. That's the gift, and that's what I give every day, and that's what people give to me every day. Well said tonight, Orion. Anything else on your mind? No, but uh, ponytails are better than pigtails. <laughs> I'd have to agree. I think adult females look absolutely ludicrous with the pigtails. Thank you for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. And Luther, uh, welcome aboard here on Free Talk Live. You Thank did you. a great job tonight. And Julia, you always do a great job. Thanks for being here. You did okay, Ian. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) We're done for tonight. See you tomorrow. Online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. And for those of you out there that celebrate it, Merry Christmas to you.